gentlemen, to the 13th episode of the Ball and All podcast. Game Week 9 review. Join us on Twitter and follow us at BNA Podcast. Uh, join the conversation by hashtagging BNA Podcast. Join our Fantasy Football League, which is 686-834-151968. Today, you have myself, MK. Mr. BNF, Ben No Filter. And this is Flo's. How's your week been? Nice week in the football, some random results and that. In and out of England, there's a lot of random results, but yeah. England is in England though, Spain. That's what I mean, in and uh, out of England, like everywhere, it's just a lot of random results. That was his name actually, before we get to venue. The Real Madrid manager, looks like he's... Um, <laughs> La Petuguay, yeah, like, how are you going to leave Spain after the World Cup? You had that one chance in the World Cup, take Spain there. A good team, and now you're gonna look like you're gonna get sacked from Real Madrid. Yeah, bro, but anybody See, would take the Real Madrid job, bro. Anybody no, would take that job, why, bro. Why don't you negotiate it to come after the World Cup, though? But it wasn't supposed to, like, it wasn't, they weren't supposed to announce it, I swear. Apparently, they weren't supposed to announce it, but they just went ahead and, and did what they wanted to do. Nah, you messed I up. I think the fact that it, it sort of leaked out, it made it a bit yeah. whatever, so he dropped from the sp- I think Spain did it as a matter of pride, like, no, I think, like that, but the way said, it was they framed. Didn't, they, didn't, they didn't say nothing, they didn't even say that he was trying to speak for yeah, no, but and the way it was framed when the story came out it was, was leaked, like, oh, so, yeah. he's dumping, he's dumping Spain for Real Madrid. So obviously, like Spain didn't want to look like oh. dickheads, so they felt to flex a little bit of muscle and be like, you know what, you can bounce now. Well, ten weeks in, he's gonna probably get the sack. <laughs> like the BBC and Charlie Sloth, bro, got bounced early. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he would leave again anyway. But, yeah, bro, he got bounced yeah. early, bro. Did you see my man's run? I don't know why. What's my man's I don't get what he was talking about. Was bro, he? He was cussing Edith Bowman. I don't why? know why they got beef like that. Like, no, 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 was, was like, no, Edith no, Bowman, no. fuck your life. No, he came on because he thought he should have got that award. Bro, but it's not Edith Bowman's fault he didn't yeah, win it. He, he done a Kanye, innit? He done a Kanye. Yeah, but Kanye didn't get up and it wasn't like Taylor Swift, fuck your life. <laughs> so basically, but I think the fact he started swearing, I don't know if he had already said, because he only released the video about him leaving. BBC later on, but no, no, this, this has nothing no, no, to, no, no, to do with football, man. Let's get anyway, to it. It's true, it's true, it's true. Let's get to the games. Let's get to the games. Martial arts almost leads United to glory, but Barclay spoils the party and sends Mourinho into a uh, Khabib mode. Was it Khabib? <laughs> <laughs> oh God! <laughs> so that was Man United two, Chelsea two. From that, the entertaining game. It was a game of two halves, as they say. Well, it's always a game of two halves with United <laughs> yeah. these days. United only turn up in the second half. Oh, well, why? Start with Jose tactics. And now it's like, shit, we ain't got shit to lose. Let's just go. <laughs> to be honest, yeah, I, I think the, the, the line that everybody trots out, but it seems to be the truth. There's no other reason you can think of. Mm-hmm. When they go behind, they've got nothing to lose. And also, if they're behind 1-0 and they're going at half-time, if the whole rumours about Mourinho coming close to the sack or whatever is true, he's going to be like, yo, just go out there and play. Because, like I say, whether he loses 1-0 or whether he loses 4-0, he loses his job. So he might as well just let them see what they can grab. So, what? So He's not learning a lesson, though, yeah. For United to do well lesson. this season, they need to go behind 1-0 every game and then just come back. Looks and like it, bro. Same, no, 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 that's not true. Sometimes they can go behind 2-0, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, they, they probably would have won it if they did. <laughs> but at the same time, Chelsea, unbeaten. Sorry, last minute, Barkley comes on, gets the goal. And, and before even this game, I assumed it would be Chelsea winning or a draw. If the, at minimum, a draw for Chelsea. But there's no way United was going to win that. And watching the game, I wouldn't say... I don't think they kind of deserve it, but United, 
if you're a top team, you should be closing out these games, especially in that kind of last like, minute. No, Put no, that typical Mourinho boss there and let it stay. Like, no doubt about it. In the first half, Chelsea were the better team. Mm-hmm. They had better chances and they should have scored. United were a mess, but they should have scored more. United they should have, they should have scored maybe one more. It could have been the Marcos Alonso. And then the second half also, you had like David Luiz's header. They should have put that in. He should have three header. No one tracked him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so they had chances to put. They could have just wrapped the game. Up. They had that chance, and then they had the one at the end. But where people are talking about Chelsea saying like, oh, you know, maybe they could do it. Maybe they could do it. Like United made them look very ordinary in the second half, and if that's a United team that's not even playing properly or to full strength, or has just all of a sudden turned it on when you're one 0 down, if you can't do that against United, how are you going to do it against uh, a City or a Liverpool or even a Tottenham or an Arsenal? Like if if they struggled in that game, and again, if United had been a bit sharper, then yeah, they wouldn't yeah, have taken it. One thing I've definitely taken from this: we all we always knew United weren't going to win the league or anything like that, but this is kind of showing. Even though Chelsea are unbeaten, they're not going to win. Mm-mm. They're not winning it. I think today, yeah, I that's the, I think Saturday went a little way to, to showing that. They're not, especially with uh, series post match, where he said when United started to play direct and physical, Chelsea couldn't cope. So like, that is it was a little <laughs> like, bit slider. I didn't like that. The way my not, man said it, like he was trying to cheat, like he was trying to call them Stoke or something like that. He bro. did because he did mention crosses <laughs> and that. I was like, <laughs> man was trying to. Tell that's why he said we play a lot of passing. Should... He said about a side something. I was yeah, like, yeah, bro, mm. exactly. Said, if if they can't take physical, they should put the assistant on them. What was it called? Marco Yeah, that, that, that was a diss, but that's a long. That's how much Chelsea have changed, though. No, 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 it's true. I don't see it as a bad thing. I'm saying he was trying to frame it as a bad thing, but Chelsea used to have physical guys, bro. Definitely. They used to be a physical team. Remember that Tottenham-Chelsea game in the the season that Leicester won? (laughs) That game got got tasty, bro. That game got tasty. Since John Terry's left, the heart's gone out of them, bro. How physical is the football game these days, especially in attack? No, but even in terms of just, like, stopping the game and slowing it down, like... Like, Chelsea's way of slowing the game down now is to draw fouls or when they get touched. Like, you saw it in the first half, bro. They started some 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 rolling round tactics and a lot of things going on there. Like, as soon as they went 1-0 up, they were already trying to slow down the game. But it wasn't by drawing fouls or breaking down play. It was just like, I got tapped, I'm going down. So it is, it's a different Chelsea. It's a different Chelsea. Anthony Martial, since he debuted in September 2015, he is Man United's top goalscorer. Scored two in this game. Was that three in his last two games? Yes, three in his last uh-huh. two. Both of them starts as well. Yeah, both is of them he, starts. Is, yeah. is he performing to his level? Or there's more to, no, there's more to come. There's it's more to come. Early, but he's yeah. got so much in his locker. You just need to keep playing him. Like his feet, the dribbling. Um, like, a, like one thing that, that gets discussed. I don't think he should be playing through the middle. I think that left wing. I think that's him. For, I think he should be a winger on the yeah, front three. Or if there's a two, if it's two up front, then play. But. Both with this game and the previous game against Newcastle. Both games, first half, he did nothing. Well, the but the team, the team did, did nothing. Exactly. Did nothing. And even before he scored, he did nothing. Yeah. Like, in the second half, and then he scores the first, and that. He but that's where he's dangerous, and that's what like so, the counter attack, and that's the weird thing. Obviously, you know this whole thing, Mourinho. Mourinho's counter attack favours his style of play because he just wants that ball and then driving straight in he's you know Mourinho's always having a go at him because he doesn't get back and defend and he's not always down there to get the ball or whatever he don't want that he just wants to get that ball and run at them and true say if he wants to be a world class he probably has to work a little bit more on that other side of his game but let him free let him loose again like we say they've got nothing to lose yeah um, I think in terms of the attack Nothing much to say. Marshall's doing the business. Mourinho just... I think he just needs to identify what actually works and take the ego out. So Matter on the wing, he's obviously not playing in central. 
is working. He need, now needs to look at someone like Lukaku, put him on the bench, play Rashford up top, maybe play both Sanchez and Martial, and see how that works. Because with Matt mm. in the middle, yeah, that yeah, will work. Yeah. And see if I Rashford can actually do it. Them. But those are the options. In terms of Chelsea, having Barkley come on, Barkley started, I think he started last game. You know, he's showing some sort of levels. He's learning from Kovacic or whatever his name is. But yeah. Talking about that, is he learning from Kovacic though? Like, he scored more goals and got more assists than Kovacic so far. This maybe that the game suits things. him. More. I don't know. It seems no, like for, it's, he's an also ran and he's only playing like the 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 small games, like the Southampton game he started and the not important ones. But like he was very good in the Southampton game. He's obviously he's come on in this game and he's got a goal. He's got it a, was a lucky goal. He's got, he's got a goal, but when he came on, I thought he actually created spaces for United to get into. I don't think he was that good. He's just in the right place at the right time. Maybe he did, but at the same time, Chelsea were really pushing for a goal. They had to. So there were always going to be spaces. Not when he came mm-hmm. on. You know, it should have taken the chances. I mean, Kante had to, you know, clear a few chances, which more or less should have been a goal. But Maybe he should also be an also rando because in the Southampton game, he was doing good. Like, again, I didn't really notice him do anything defensively and, and things like that. But going forward, he was providing options. Obviously, he got a good assist. He's showing he can play some good balls in and stuff like that. I just it seems like he offered more to the game than Kovacic did though, like in the time that he was on. And the last thing on this game, what is the point of Morata? <laughs> then I'll ask, what is the point of Lukaku? <laughs> like he offers a bit more. He holds maybe, maybe he does, he does, like, but hold it. He needs to be a striker to score, man. Yeah, no. After he, a while, you just like, he think, does, come he on. does offer the team something. Morata doesn't offer the team he doesn't anything. Do anything. No, he doesn't, but that's why he keeps bringing it in and out. And I think maybe Sarri's um, sort of tactics and whatnot doesn't really work with Morata. They'll keep trying, but. In January, we've already heard in January he's looking at selling him and probably getting a new person, which to be, yeah, is probably going to gonna happen. Honest, I like the fact that Sarri, see, he hasn't given up on Morata. Like most other, uh, most other managers by now, would he be on the bench week in, week out and maybe not even getting on? Like Giroud mm-hmm. would be there. Because the goals, the, goals yeah, the goals are coming from midfield and stuff like that. So if you take him out, it makes no difference. But he has stuck with him and he's trying to play him back into form, which I do like. It just doesn't seem to be working. I mean, I know what man's got a couple of Europa League goals, and he got one in the, the other game. day. Yeah. yeah, but that was the game was done by then anyway. So yeah, I don't, I, I don't know, I don't know. That guy's got some kind of mental block, and it might take going to another league to to get it to get him back to his form. On to the next game. Fulham defense fails again as Cardiff grasp their first win in the Premier League. Cardiff four, Fulham two. What can, what, what can I say that I haven't been saying every other pod? Like, the defence is, is disgusting. It's terrible. And shout-outs to Tim Ream, who managed to make himself look even worse than all the rest of the Fulham defenders. Like, everyone knows Fulham's got bad defence, but he managed to stand out. Um, I, I lost count of the number of mistakes this guy made. Three or four huge mistakes that led to either goals or goal-scoring chances. But plus, just little bits all the way through the game. I don't I don't know what's going on with this defence. I it's, couldn't have called ridiculous. this game. I would have thought, if anything, if there was a winner, it would be Fulham. Just thought, because yeah, of the quality did. they yeah, have. Like, everyone did. But you, what you've been saying for the last few pods has been spot on. Like, the defence is terrible. To be losing, like, 4-2 to Cardiff with Neil Warnock at the helm, I don't know. <laughs> this guy must have had the best post. But actually, no, in the post-match, he wasn't even happy. Still, he nah, still wasn't, he wasn't happy. he wasn't happy at all. First time, he's not happy. But it's when he wins, he's not happy, I guess. But, yeah. Uh, but, you know, from this game, what I took was Fulham's goal. Uh, these are two teams with the worst defensive records in the Premier League. Mm-hmm. Up to now. Mm-hmm. But Fulham's goals, they were, like, they were either wonder strikes 
or they were good team, good build up play. Like they won the strike from Sherlock. Yeah, and, and that's cool. And they and scored Sessignor two goals. Sessignor was a good build up play. Yeah, but they but scored they two had, goals. They had to work for their goal. But Cardiff didn't have to work for that. Fulham oh, were yeah, terrible. Yeah. But that's what that I'm saying, bro. All four goals were actual mistakes. Every, but that's what I've been <laughs> saying. Every time Fulham concede a goal, it's not because the other team outplayed them. It's because the defense just like, just freezes and just. There were so many it. problems in that defense. So many mistakes. It is. But at the same time, I give shout-outs to my boy Murphy. I said it, he was going to be the guy for that team. And he does. He opened a scoring for them. Bro, he had a great game. He had an amazing game. Like, from the off, he was fresh and he was trying stuff. And, like, my man looked like, yeah, nothing to lose. I, uh, when it was 1-1, Fulham, for me, I felt it should have been down 10 minutes. Yeah. I thought that was a dirty tackle. And I would have definitely changed... Well, probably wouldn't have changed the game, actually. They still would have lost. But... <laughs> The Fulham manager. Is he going to be first casualty of the season? I don't know. There's a lot of candidates at the moment because Newcastle's up there. But There's a few. We'll come, we'll come, we'll well. come to that we'll one. We'll come to that After one. this, we'll talk about the managers that we fit in, at the end when we've gone through the game. We'll talk about the managers. The we'll talk about who we think's the first to go. But um, maybe he is, but I just, I don't know, like, and this is the problem. They did score two good goals, but I think the longer it goes on with them losing these games that potent attack is going to lose confidence because no matter what they do, it comes to nothing. So then not only will he have a, a shit defence, he will have no attack. He'll have those guys missing chances, worried about taking chances, and then the losses will become deeper and heavier. Uh, so I don't... like He, he needs to do something. Whether you, you switch to a 4-5-1, whether you pack out the midfield a bit more, maybe you play a couple of safer players, something has to change in that team. Um, Cardiff didn't do anything particularly. I mean, all right, uh, their attackers linked well. What was it? Patterson, Reed, and Murphy, but because they were allowed to, I'm not saying that all of a sudden. Apart from Murphy, I don't think uh, the rest of them had the game of their life, or they they performed any better than they have in the last couple of weeks. They Murphy was the they only just one did really the basic up thing. They exactly just did the basics, and they worked. Yeah, where Fulham just couldn't cope with that defensively. So. Yeah, Fulham are in trouble. And again, if it carries on this way, then they're relegation candidates. I know at the beginning of the season, everyone thought they were going to fly. They came flying out the blocks and everyone thought they were going to be great. But yeah. it's getting worse week to week. Like, it's Fulham. It's a bit of a mix. Versus Cardiff, yeah. but Next games, they've got Bournemouth. Then they got Man City. Then they got Huddersfield away. Then they got Liverpool Bro, it doesn't away. matter anymore. They lost to Cardiff, bro. It doesn't matter. You would, you would think... Like, yeah, oh yeah, they've had a few difficult fixtures. games, they've had a few difficult on games. The Besides Huddersfield, these next four fixtures don't look that easy. Yeah, but on the plus side, the only way is up now. Beat by the worst team, so... Yeah, that was fair play. You gotta go up with. But on that note, also, shout out to Ryan Sessegnon, the youngest player to score in the Premier League. Actually, not youngest. No, he's the first player first born after 2000. In decade, yeah. The yeah, decade. first player born after 2000 to score in the Premier League. Yeah. Yeah. A real millennial, isn't it? To the next game... Honours even as Bournemouth and Southampton fight to no score draw. The deadest game of the weekend. And surprising actually because I expected both teams to score at least. I expected a 2-1 or a 3-2, something like that. What? It's, it's, it's the most surprising game. I'm like, when these teams decide I'm going to keep clean sheets? It's very weird. To be honest, they weren't trying to keep clean sheets. They were just both poor at finishing. It was terrible. That was, that was, that's what it comes down to. They're both poor. But as I say, out of the chances created, because that's all that happened... Southampton actually created the better chances and probably looked the more likely they were to score. But yeah. both teams, they were, they were going for it. They are trying. And to at the end of the day, how Southampton started the season, they've been on an upward trajectory. 
And yeah, I think for them, this, oh, is, really? this, is, this is a good point for them. Is it, isn't this the team he said are going down? Yeah, they still are. Mark Hughes, man, they're still they going down. They're upward trajectory, but they're going down. <laughs> yeah, go every dog has its day they're going downwards soon nah but I uh, to be honest even though it was a nil-nil it wasn't uh, both teams were going at it it seemed like both teams thought they could win they were going for the win Southampton weren't trying to do damage limitation and Bournemouth weren't really obviously they're coming off the back of a good win so they got a little more buoyancy but yeah like you said Southampton were the ones who had more of the uh, more of the chances and Bournemouth I don't know if it's a weakness for them, but um, I just noticed I was going back. If Wilson and King don't get on the score assist sheet, they're not winning games. So if Wilson and King aren't factors in the game, which they weren't really in this game, usually they don't score. And obviously, Wilson and King don't have a hand in all of the goals. But that whenever they win a game, they've had a goal or an assist. They would normally them. always have a penalty as well. <laughs> <laughs> so they clearly didn't have that at all. But they didn't have that. But like, yeah, I think if, if you're choking the service to Wilson and King... Or you're not letting them move around as freely as they can be. That's the way that Bournemouth can be got at. And on Southampton's side, it's frustrating. Each of their strikers brings something to the table. But like, if their man could like form like Voltron and come together, then they'd have a good striker. But <laughs> bro, like none of them is really uh, they're, doing much. They're running a Shane Long. They're <laughs> probably finishing a Gabbiadini. Yes, bro. <laughs> and uh, uh, you know the natural talent of um, Danny Ings. <laughs> I'll be like, no, forget Voltron. No, It'll be like, like um, Power Rangers, <laughs> isn't it? And they all come together. Well, if <laughs> they could all come together, bro, that would be a bang no, striker. I don't Six know how you say they're going to go down. Because they do have a good team. I mean, he's no, made things, they do Austin, have a good Redmond. Team, no, no, the reason I said they're going down is Mark Hughes. They're literally... Well, they've, they've, got, they've had what? The he's another one for the conversation. He's another one for the conversation later yeah, in the Mark, day. Like, Mark Hughes, not good enough for me. Maybe not. Maybe this is uh, maybe this is where he gets found out. Because uh, let, yeah, let's look at what games they've got next. Actually, for Southampton, they've got oh, come on. They've got Newcastle next. If they can't win that, that's a nil nil, bro. There's a Newcastle. No, I think they'll get goals. Anyway, they've got Newcastle. They've got Leicester and then Man City. That's the next three. Um, yeah, maybe three points is the most I can see out of that. Three points or maybe two. Bournemouth play. They play Fulham, but then they've got Norwich Carabao Cup, which doesn't count. They got more or less Fulham, Man United, and Newcastle next. So they've literally got two games that are possibly winnable. Fulham is very not winnable the best. for them. Very winnable. Exactly. Newcastle is not. Bournemouth are, com- Bournemouth are comfortable. They've been doing all right all season, and yeah, they're not. You're this not, is a, not this always. Is a, yeah, this not, is a like, there's going to be games where those games where you think you should have, you should win, but then you drop points. That happens all. Actually, so then take that out. Then Carabao Cup is Leicester for Southampton. So it's Newcastle, Man City, Watford. So. Right. No, it's not, it's not, uh, Bournemouth are dead doing well it's Southampton can they mm-hmm. keep this form going or is it just uh, in the moment and then I don't know I think like I say they've, so what that's, they've not lost in three now no they uh, have two draws and a win it was Southampton yeah Southampton no they lost they lost to Chelsea three nil uh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chelsea oh that, that was the game. last one yeah, yeah the, game the before. games before yeah. they've the lost all of them you know they they, uh, they beat Everton. Carrot, that was Carabao Cup. Cup. Yeah. yeah, that was Carabao Cup. That's so right. They lost three in a row, and then they've got a draw. They got a draw, three losses, and a draw. So yeah, if they can work on the defense, if they can keep, if they can start pulling out the the nil nils, then they can start working. The on next game is forwards. crucial because it's at home and it's Newcastle. Yeah. If Benitez is gonna keep blaming, anyway, we'll get to Newcastle. But yeah, we'll talk about him. He's got a lot of issues in his his sector. You know, let's get into the Newcastle game. Newcastle out of ideas as Brighton still narrow win. Um, I, I felt a bit bad for uh, for Newcastle in this one. I know we've just been talking about how bad they are, but they were up for it this game. 
Um, the goal came from a corner that shouldn't have been given. Maybe their defence could have been a little tired, but it was a bit of a scramble. It was a bit of one of those messy kind of goals. And after that, it was more about Brighton holding on or holding out, should I say, than uh, than it was it being an even game. Trying to figure out, but back to the corner thing. I don't, I never, I don't understand that why. Yeah, it was when you should never when the penalty shouldn't um, when the corner shouldn't be given, and it's it's awarded. Why does it always lead to a goal? Because <laughs> that's so just law, the law, right? law, bro. <laughs> just random, man. Just leads to like, and the thing is, they were kind of demonstrating against it. I think it's because of that when they demonstrate against it, they don't like we focus. Yeah, yeah, you're not in the mindset. You're angry. You're still like they shouldn't have had this corner. And like I said, the goal was, it was a little bit of a scramble. Um, one player that I do want to point out for Newcastle was Shelby. Uh, yeah. It was a mad captain's performance. That guy was trying to drag that. I mean, you know, he loves to take a shot from, from far and he, he had a couple of good ones, but he was trying to drag a performance out of them. Um, I don't know where they go from here. I don't know what it is that's the problem. I just, you know, usually you look at a team, you're like, you know, Fulham. They need to go to the drawing boards and go compare. <laughs> Get rid of that guy. <laughs> no, I think you know. I think they, like I said before, I think they just need a new manager because they've got enough. They've got enough of a good team to get results, especially at home. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's just one of them things against the big teams. I mean, United. I mean, getting those two random goals. Dennis, you, you stated you stated that and then capitulating. You stated that early in the season, Newcastle only raised the game up depending on who they play. Yeah, it's true. And it's like, it's again, still happening. Just what two weeks ago against United, they raised the game and they took it to them. But then now comes to a lower team in Brighton, then they become shit again. Exactly. So, they, uh, it's the whole like you can only play what's in front of you. They take it too far. <laughs> like they take it too far. Um, yeah. Again, I don't know what I want to see, and I think he's injured or something like that. Um, I think they need to make more use of Rondon. I think with this new guy Muto, yeah, if they got Rondon holding up the ball and blasting uh, through, I think he's injured as well because he hasn't been he hasn't featured in the last yeah, two Rond- games. Rondon really gonna be the guy that changes things. Rondon's the guy that will hold up the ball. Like what sure? he's playing Muto with Jimenez now. Like yeah, bro, we know we all know Rond- Rondon. What he was doing at West Brom, he was holding up the ball. He yeah, was the guy. He, he, he was the poor man's Lukaku, bro. He's holding up the ball. He did, he's making he, space. He did that. Lukaku's a poor man's anything. <laughs> Hey, London did that well to stop them from from stop West Brom from getting relegated, right? Brov, I didn't say he's a superstar, but he does a job, and that could be what Newcastle need. That could be what Newcastle need—a little bit more strength. Like all of his, if you look at all of his upfront guys, they're all guys for for skill rather than strength and hold up play. They're the guys that should be scoring, you know, Tekka's goals and stuff like that. So I think. If they have a little bit of a little enlarge thing going on, Muto can feed off of what Rondon gives him and maybe that, that helps them. So much you can say for them. No. This is a game I thought at least they should draw. Yeah, Maybe. yeah. At the minimum, they the should minimum, draw. Brighton's in a bit of a bright spell. So. Well, this is what? They've gotten, this is the first time, I think, Newcastle gotten nine games without winning. In the, bro, without people winning are setting records them. all over the place. But this is my point. <laughs> he needs to just um, get rid, get a new manager. That's why I think he'll probably be the first one. Look, okay, in terms of, forget the rest of the managers, why should he stay? If you can't get results from the big teams, the small teams, you have why no should, reason. No, the reason why Other he... teams like Fulham and that, they, they're brand new in this thing. The you've been at Newcastle, you've gone down, you've come up, and all you've been doing is complaining about transfers. We've all seen it, which is fair yeah. enough, but you're still not getting results. Why are you there? This is the perfect... Mike Ashley is loving Benitez, and Benitez is loving Mike Ashley. They both have excuses. 
<laughs> he doesn't have to. So <laughs> like, he, like, yeah. he's happy to go down again. At the moment, if they stay in Premier League, if he sells the club, he gets more money. It's all about money. He's not, gonna, he doesn't, he's not selling. Yeah, he still makes more money as well. He's bought House of Fraser, he's making money. You get that parachute <laughs> payment if they go down as well. He's but making no, money, you don't care. But my thing is, bro, that thing that you're saying, that was the exact same situation with Pardew. I actually love Pardew because Pardew was happy with what he got. No, but in this even, one, even though Benitez is complaining, he's not walking away. So my man's still like, uh, all right, cool, whatever you say. No, no, but this clearly shows, uh, what's it called? This um, is a thing for, for my Ashley, the fans are normally against him. They'll, well, they'll always be against him, but yeah. having Benitez there... Is that well? The fans are on his side at the moment, but you leave him there to keep them crap. They, it deflects it from you. <laughs> they don't. No one says anything. I don't so. know. Maybe for now, but he has to make a decision soon. He has to make a decision on that soon. Nah, Either yeah, shell out some money in January or get rid of him. I think there'll be some. I don't think he wants to go back down, bro. He doesn't want enough. Like I say, it's not even a case of it's not even a case of trying to sell the club and making it valuable. He makes more money if the clubs. Yeah, sure, he gets a parachute payment, but a businessman yeah, knows be he'd rather be. Will they don't? Will they, bro? Yeah. Because he's not going to get another Benitez to mastermind them to another win. Who's he getting to mastermind them to win? Newcastle get relegated, they come back. Yeah, fair play, fair play. Put it this way: I think, given his complaints, given how the team are performing, even if you talk about January transfers, that's a long way away. If they're not getting results against the smaller teams, he's out. Simple as. Unless actually really doesn't care, and he he's happy with the results. He's going to get a lot of stick from the fans. That's all I'm saying. Well, uh, moving on from a team that's running out of ideas to a team that seems to have endless options. Uh, City versus Burnley. De Bruyne returns a City show-off squad depth in 5-0 route of Burnley. De Bruyne returning. I was about to say, why do you headline De Bruyne? He didn't make any difference. He didn't make any difference, bro. So but that's, that's the point. Yeah, he did. He, he was scaring some of the City players. <laughs> with his presence but the point is not only that bro De Bruyne has been out for 10 games nobody has anybody mentioned him has anybody mentioned him at all De Bruyne for City was their guy bro yeah. like Salah for Liverpool Hazard for uh, he was there he was the main name bro if any of these guys were missing from their respective teams every week it would be talked about oh they were missing this they were missing that nobody mentioned De Bruyne once while he was away which shows you just how ridiculous the squad depth of City is. Nobody nah, missed they him. Definitely, they, haven't, they haven't missed him. But then you can kind of, still watching them, he has been missed from their team. Because they've, they've scored goals and they've beaten teams, big scores. But there just hasn't been that... that um, silver, like the Silvers have brought that fluidity into the thing. But yeah. I don't they have missed. Uh, but this is why well, I agree I, with Marvin. Because in a certain style of playing... You say miss. When you usually hear the word, oh, they're missing, they're lacking. Yeah, this team is lacking, not lacking nothing, anything. It's I mean, they didn't even play with a right back. This, they, I think they played John Stones on the right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Walker didn't get in. Do you know what I mean? Walker is, I don't know, freak injury, whatever it is. They, they didn't miss him at all. But He comes on, he didn't score, he didn't set up, and they still got five goals. That's just a team with enough. Should they have really won 5 0, though? Company should have been Come off in. in the first minute. Company should have been off in the first with minute. The dark that orange was, card. That, that was a red there. Dark orange card. Very dark orange. It's not red yet, but it's close nah, to. It's red, man. <laughs> no, nah, no, nah, it was red because it was a dirty time. So what's the difference between that and Mane when he got sent off at Etihad? No, 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 it's true. It's, 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 no, I'm, it's not, I'm not disagreeing. I'm not disagreeing, man. was left, out. He left a hole in having lemon. And he wasn't in control of his action because he panicked. He panicked because he lost the ball, so he wasn't fully in control. Yeah, no, that's, a, it's a, that's a sending off inside a minute. Did you say lemon, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Did you say yeah, Aaron, you Aaron, 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 Aaron Lemon? He's back. <laughs> Aaron Lemon. But yeah, no, no. 
Yeah, within and that's within a minute. If they had to go the next, basically, it would have still been ninety minutes because it's yeah. a big time in that. But yeah. ninety minutes without Finn, they're good enough, obviously, to to still beat Burnley. But yeah, but that's not the point. That's, that's not like, the point. But Burnley yeah. then it's slightly easier because they've got the extra man. They can pass it around. They don't have to run around as much. And in the same way, you could say they probably would beat them. It's still not a foregone conclusion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Burnley could have stolen not... a one 0 win, so it's yeah, even no, worse. No, that's what I'm saying. They should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I reckon it would not have been a. It would definitely wouldn't be a five 0 it definitely would not have been a 5 0, and it would have given. It may not have been a 5 0, it may have been a 3 0. Who cares? It, no, no, it, they no, no, would no. still won it. They'd have got the three points. But are you certain with that? I'm 100%. So it's Man City and it's Pep. That guy is barely a Pep has been beaten by Wigan before, remember? They're Forget they were Wigan. League, they were League One. Yeah, when, when, was League one. League one. when was this? Yeah? When was this? When was this? Last season. This season. Yeah. They're a bigger, <laughs> better squad. They don't, they don't even. Go they've history, gone to Anfield and have drawn. That wouldn't happen before. So for it me, it's one thing. So that, so you're saying the red card may not like doesn't matter no matter what. No, I think he should have got a red card. Yeah. But I think City would have still won it. They, no, they probably they might have, but still, yeah, it's it's and buts. But at the same time, given their squad and what they have, and De Bruyne coming back would have been a bigger headline. They would have come back and scored. <laughs> but, but then after also a free kick or something. Also, then Sané should have been sent off as well. The dive. Petulant. Do you know what I still no need the diving and the no, tackle. The, 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 even if it was even if the, even if that tackle was not a red. He should have got a card for diving and a card for that tackle, so he should have gone off. All right, fair enough. It was but later. It was in the later, game. and they got the goal. Yeah, that was later, right? Yeah. Um, for me, I just I don't know. I think Burnley kind of expected to lose anyway. I mean, they were given a good goal in the first we half. Thought, I thought, if anything, City will win three 0 Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Maybe not three 0 but I thought they'll get three goals anyway. But the rest is just whatever. Not just. Uh, we're not just talking red cards, though. We're talking contentious goals. Um, first off, you have. Sane going down in the box, penalty wasn't given, therefore should be booked for diving. Well, then not, the ball goes. What's that? Referee did say player. Yeah, he but. He didn't see it as a dive, he didn't see it as a foul, so it's a player. Yeah. One or the other. No, you can, you can, you other, can like, kind of say player. In that situation, he doesn't see one or the other. I know, I think he's just shying away from having to make a decision. And then you've got the idea the ball goes off the pitch. And David Silver puts it. David Silver puts it back in, but it goes off the pitch, which yeah. obviously caused a lot of consternation anyway, because the Burnley player. And fair enough, you should play to the did whistle, but then it'll stop. Did you mention the? I haven't mentioned offside. the offside yet. No, no, that, that was getting goals. to the offside. Those lines, remember? Oh, the first goal was offside. Yeah, also, there's the there's the confusion over the rules with Silver's goal. Was he offside? Was he not? I know. Obviously, I think you've got the you got the evidence to say that he wasn't offside for oh, yeah. the the Fernandinho goal. David Silver. Yeah. Bernardini, yeah, Bernardo, Bernardo, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bernardino, oh, was it Bernardo Silva? Sorry, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm saying that. Oh, wait, what? Bernardo Silva, Bernardino. I've threw me off. I'm saying, what? I watched this game. I saw this game and I. Bernardino and Bernardo. He's running players. It's some football manager recreation of players. I know, but yeah, number one, as you said. Uh-huh. If the ball, like the ball crossed the line, so it shouldn't have been given. But if you play it to the whistle, yeah. then you got to then look at it. Both, well, David Silva, or as, as you like to call him, David Silva. You like to call him. And then um, yeah, David, David Silva was off. And then also the Burnley guy, they both went off the pitch. But then David Silva came on quicker. So like, what's That's what I was talking about. You, David Silva, yeah, you yeah. would say both, like, is, is David Silva offside or not? If he was off on his own, he would be offside. But, but then was, with the other guy, then he's not offside. One of them rules that you don't really see a lot. Yeah, it's true. It's true. But, but either way, the ball went off anyway. The ball went off anyway. And the first goal. And the first goal. 
And know. the first goal. The no, first goal was fine. That was fine. No, that was fine. Which one was it that you said was onside? Was it the same? Oh, what? Silver's. Wait, which one was offside? No, I seen that the Badagrevo missed. <laughs> Terribly offside. Oh, yeah, it was a miss. It didn't <laughs> end up miss. in the goal. Didn't end up in the goal. <laughs> I don't know how we, how we managed to miss that. But, uh, but to be honest, as this game was, it was as. We expected, yeah, yeah. we expected them to win anyway. But yeah. moving on from them to another team that seemed to be always there but not fully doing it Spurs winning 1 0. Lamella continues to shine with the 1 0 over West Ham. What's yeah. there to say? The only thing I'm picking out of this game is Harry Kane still ain't scored. <laughs> <No> <laughs> Kane not score, but Lamella has been directly involved in ten goals in the last in the last nine games in all competitions. That's the he's on form. And Lamella's on form. I think he's threatening to show the promise that uh, to deliver on the promise that's been there since. So this, yeah, he, he first was came to he Tottenham. was he was starting to pick up. Then he got that long injury. Yes, that's that true. It's came a mix out here and there now he's coming back. He was on the bench. You had Moira, and Moira was obviously like, "I'm here, yeah, putting yeah, in the yeah. work." And then now he sort of dropped down because of all these other injuries. He's always playing anyway. Lamella comes in and yeah. But, but they put, they play both of them, right? Mora and But this and is why Lamella it's good to have that squad rotation because Son, um, er- um, Ericsson, you've got Ali. Having these guys come in, they want to show that they're good enough to start games. So it's good for them. At the moment, they're not even playing. They're still not playing good football, like their greatest football. And they could have easily drawn the game. They could have uh-huh. easily drawn a lot. I mean, they're grinding out wins, so... Well, question for you, though. Mm-hmm. Tottenham, they've had the best... This is their best ever start to a league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have they even got to their best yet? Uh, they uh, early when they first started playing in the season, yeah. I think it's the yeah. last four or five games, last four I games they've maybe. They've been kind of terrible recently, and they're just grinding out. Wins. Their first game against Newcastle wasn't great. Um, they were lucky to pick up that two 0 win. There were a few games after that where they well, actually not even the United game. Yeah, to be honest, we've not seen anything from Tottenham really this season. There's been a couple of glimpses here and there, but that's what we that's what you say. That's the mark of. I'm I- not saying they're going to be champions. But everyone always says the mark of champions or the mark of a top team is being able to grind out those results even when you're not playing well. And that's what they're doing. That's what, that's what I rate them for because they haven't been playing well. Still getting the, it's all about the points. Still getting the points. When they've got... A lot of the Tottenham fans, well, the Tottenham fans I speak to, they've talked about how much they're missing Dele Alli. They think he's the one that makes them tick. So, I mean, if they do start ticking, I mean, they're winning anyway. So when they start ticking, then you can expect more. And they'll be back to more than one goal a game. Mm. Um, another guy to pick out on there on the Tottenham side, Sissoko. Is he finally? Is it fine? Does he finally belong at Tottenham? Obviously, they bought him last minute off Newcastle, paid what was seen as an exorbitant fee from him, yes, and is always uh, he's always been kind of defined by that unjustified price tag, as people think. But he had a very good game. He's been preferred to Dembele this season. He's not looking at a place in that Tottenham team. Has he finally earned some accolades? To be honest, what it is, is they seem to have found a position for him now. Where before they were just like throwing him on the wing, mm-hmm. just throwing him in games, bringing him on as a late sub and stuff like sure that. They never midfield, really yeah. did anything. But then now, it seems like they, they know his position, they're playing him right, playing him in from the start and stuff. He's getting the hang of things and he's playing well. So yeah, now he's just he's justifying his, his starting position. He assisted for Lamella's goal. Yep. He's been, yeah, he's, been, he's, he's showing up. He's definitely doing things and some brilliant assist as well. So he's showing up. Harry Kane isn't. Um, Harry Kane obviously he got subbed off as well for Lorente, which is not something that you often see. <laughs> Being rested for Champions League or oh, yeah, is yeah. Pochettino? Yeah, because I think he might, I think he was being rested, but reading to it like he's not been rested before. He didn't get rested before the Barcelona game. Didn't get rested before the Milan game. Um, is it that or is it as well he's not becoming indispensable to that team 
through his yeah. inactivity. Harry Kane will always be he'd always be he's always main guy. Still. He's the top dog all the time. He, that's never gonna change. He's the main England striker. He would always have to be protected. But at the same time, it's just one of them things. Like for some reason how they're playing doesn't really it's not really getting the best out of him. Yeah. Same time you look at Morata, you look at Lukaku, somehow the teams the way the teams are playing now, it's not really for these it's not really main striker type guys. Mm-hmm. This is what he gets for scoring in August. Yeah, you should, <laughs> should have carried on, Rob, with the curse. Exactly. But looking at West Ham, though, yeah. was it just a bad performance? Well, just unlucky? Uh, it was unlucky, I think, by the by the chances. end of the game, yeah. Especially in the second half. Uh, but even before that, Yarmolenko going off first half of that injury, definitely. Uh, I think Because they scored after that. Yeah, they scored after Yarmolenko came on. And yeah. Yarmolenko's a, a big miss for them uh, mm. over the last couple of weeks. He's been a great source of creativity for them. Uh, he's been a great outlet. He's helped the team build, even if he's not been directly involved in the goals, he's helped them to get the goals. Um, and, you know, it's just unfortunate. It wasn't a bad tackle. It wasn't even an, an accidental tackle. He just landed wrong. Ten minutes Achilles. Yeah. So, and that means, obviously, as well, he's out for foreseeable future. Um, he's going to be getting to know Andy Carroll. So... <laughs> <laughs> I guess Snodgrass and Philippe Anderson have to kind of uh, take the mantle. Antonio may be coming back into the team. I actually forgot about Carolina. <laughs> Bro, before I even said it, before I even said it, I was like, wait, is he still there? But I was yeah, 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 he is. He is. He is. Um, again, it was another game similar to the West Ham Brighton game. It just wasn't falling for West Ham. They had their chances. Uh, Arnautovic forced two saves. They had the offside from Hernandez, which he probably should have done better with. There wasn't really yeah. need for him to be offside. He was in a bit of space for that ball. And that was just a delayed pass by Hernandez. Um, yeah, Hernandez, I think Hernandez put the ball to him first and then he ran on. Oh, yeah, they ran on. So one was Hernandez. Yeah, he was just... That ball was played too late because he held his he held his line, but then... But then he had... To, yeah, then the, the line, the they forward, pulled up. So it just, they were just, he was just too slow. Fair but play, they had the play. chances. And yeah, turn this... On another like, day. Yeah, on another day, against another team, they would have probably come out of a draw or a win. I think at the very so, least, they probably could have come out of a draw in this yeah. game, definitely. But like we say, that is the mark of a team, of a top team, being able to grind out results. So, fair play to them. A team that didn't get a result today, well, not today, this weekend, Wolves, Watford, Triumph, 2-0 against Wolves in a battle of the overachievers. There were two contenders at goal of the week. One yeah, and a half, bro. One and a half. That Kapuwe goal was all right, that Daisy bro. Cutter. That, that Daisy Kapuwe Cutter. goal was all Daisy right, bro. Daisy Cutter. You see it? It left, the, it left the trail in the ground, man. That's how good it was. Yeah, good. It was a good shot. Even it was, it was made, a good shot. But I don't the think it's a goal of the week. There's nothing better than when you see a ball going in the net. Goalkeeper just could not... Did not way he was getting anywhere near it. He just stood still. It went just... It was too fast. Sure I don't know. Rocky. It's yeah, it's a contender, but I've already picked my goal. It was week. more we'll accurate than right. a North Korea missile. <laughs> so, it's fucking, that don't, was... don't mess with those missiles. You know, they'll make it more accurate. Then you won't be smiling. Pereira was accurate though. Nah, Pereira was well, accurate. That was a finish. That was charisma esque. He's young as well, bro. He's young. But the question is, what's happening? This is Wolves at home. Lost the first game, not since. And now, no, but again, they were Wolves... undone by two moments. Like they were undone by a minute of madness, a literal minute of madness. Um, obviously, like I said, the Kapu goal, it was a bit too busy and crowded. Goalkeeper couldn't see. He placed it well, and that second one was just a lapse from them. For me, 
this now shows Wolves have had quite a few players went on international, just like with any other team. But the difference with the other teams is that they've over-rotated the players. Yeah. Wolves have played the same, same team for nine games. First ever Premier League team to do that for yeah. like nine they games. Need, it's, it's time now. Rotate. They burnt out a bit. Yeah. Well, we're saying they burnt out, but like that was their first defeat in, in seven for them. Yeah, so, but it was going to... No, in fairness, it was going weird. to come anyway. It was going, to come, was going to come. But do you think it came at home, one and two, against Watford? Yeah. Not a... Bigger team or nothing. Who no, had a one? Who had a one? Their ago. previous four. I think exactly. this is their first winning five. Right. You would have taken and it back a couple of weeks, and we would have said Watford. Probably but then we look at this. We would have said either way. Yeah. And again, I think I would have said either way for this game anyway. I don't think two clear goals. I thought it would have been a close one nil, two one, three two. I thought it would be Watford. I'll be a draw or Wolves will win by one goal. But at the same time, Watford made their changes, like you just mentioned. Well, Dennis, well, well King, it was forced changes not because King, they didn't have Gray. no. No Dini, no Gray, no Holobas. No Cabasele either. So that was half their back line was out as well. Holobas and Cabasele weren't there. That's half their back line out. So they made a few changes. And their attacking threats are gone. Dini, Gray, Holobas, that's their guys. But um, who did they have in instead? Delefeu was in there and Isaac's success. Delefeu was running well, bro. Like the same way Josh Murphy did for Cardiff in his game, Delefeu was doing the same. He was playing with a little bit of a, a little bit of a wild abandon. He was just trying to get forward and make things happen. And, you know, he did that. So I think Watford have shown that they've got some depth and they're not relying on, every, you know, everybody thinks they rely on Deeney and Gray and Holobash chipping in with, with his moments of, with, of brilliance. But they've got a bit of depth in that squad and they can afford to rotate a little bit and still be dangerous. From a Wolves point of view, it was kind of a bit worrying seeing uh, Nuno Santo. He's been kind of obviously picked up as like a uh, future prospect and he's going to, like, he's started well. And he could be going on to bigger things. But going, I know two quick fire goals. He was on the sideline, scratching <laughs> his beard, looking lost. No he idea. He reminded me of Moyes. When Moyes used to be on the countryside, just standing there, you know, <laughs> sulking in his chair. <laughs> Remember that quote? But yeah, he looked like that. Run, yeah. <laughs> he looked like that. He, he's not used to it. What, what do we do now? Like, he looked a bit lost. But I mean, it's still early. But tell me, that will happen to the best of managers, though, to yeah. be honest. If you go... 2-0 down in the space of a minute. It's going to be going, difficult yeah, to come it's back diff- It's difficult. It's and you think, difficult. like, what, what to do now? Especially, I don't think... Well, Wolves have scored actually more than one in the game, but they weren't going to score three. No, no, no. no, 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 so no to no, come no. back. So no. I think he was just basically... They not wrapped up the game then and thought, think of the next one. As quickly as the and game I mean, came, made, the goals came, there's nothing they could do. There's nothing they could do. And he made, he made, a, couple of, he made a couple of changes. And he brought on Johnny uh, just after half-time. He brought on him, you know, that's and the thing. And Jimenez as well. Spanish Johnny. Spanish Johnny. <laughs> Jimenez Spanish was taken off, I don't know why. He's, he either scores or he creates, so... He took off Johnny. No, sorry, he took, he took off, off Johnny, yeah, he took, took off, off Johnny, and then he took off Jimenez. He I don't know why he took off Jimenez. And that's the other thing, like, tactically, does he have... That's the thing that Johnny was used up then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think... Yeah, I don't, like, is this exposing that maybe he's not tactically astute enough to react, he can set up a team well, but does he have what it takes to? No, because I, I, I don't. I, there wasn't any danger. I don't feel like there was any danger of them coming back. None of their shots were particularly convincing. Yeah, None of their play again, was particularly great. As I said, you go two 0 down that quick. It's gonna it's gonna mess up a lot of teams. I know, like what's it called? They obviously, United are the comeback kings. They're able to come back from two 0 down and stuff like that. And the bigger teams tend to do that because they've got the firepower. It's a bit more difficult for someone like Wolves, and it just. Bruv, one shot on target whole game. 
Yeah, because the heads just dropped. He couldn't, like, that's and it. That, that's what I'm saying. So, as the manager, Rob, he should be able to, A, make the tactical changes, and B, get those players in and get them G'd up to go out and start playing again. <laughs> and all right, fair enough. Like, yeah, they went 2-0 down and it was in the space of a minute, but you had a whole half time to come back and, you know, regather your thoughts and reset yourself for the second half. And they didn't even really do that. So, you know, what happened at half time? What kind of talk did he give? Why didn't they? Why didn't, you know, we know that they're a team that can get other teams. Why they're not less, I'm not saying they could have won it, but one shot on target, whole game, bruv. It just wasn't their day. Was it just wasn't their day. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but I think there's a little bit of an exposure there in, in his armour. Saying that, uh, looking at Huddersfield, the game that they played against Liverpool, though, it may be, they showed a little bit of, uh, they showed some spark of life, should I say. Um, they were unlucky as Liverpool struggled to that 1-0 win. It was a pretty dead game, to be honest. There were a few moments, mainly from Huddersfield's side, where you thought, oh my God, Huddersfield, gonna, are they going to pull a draw out here? Um maybe could have slipped a win but Liverpool weren't much of a threat uh, they weren't much of a threat in the first half they had, aside from the goal obviously yeah they definitely were a threat. they weren't really that much it was one attack one good ball through split the defence um, and Salah took it put it right into the right into the corner you know no goalkeeper had, saving that I was going to say they only had two shots on target 11 for the shots whole game. Huddersfield had more shots they only had one shot on target but Two to one. Two to one. Liverpool and Huddersfield. Huddersfield is terrible. So, I don't understand. And for me, lucky that they didn't equalise with a penalty. Uh, Yeah, no doubt. That was a handball. That was a handball. Definitely was a handball. And Tennis, the referee in that chickened up. Bro, how are you going to play advantage in the box on a penalty claim? (laughs) Like... Nothing better than the penalty. I'd rather take the penalty, which is three. <laughs> There's no advantage. <laughs> Everyone yeah. should just stop players. Like, we'll take the penalty. <laughs> like, we don't want it. Just give Keep us the ball up pen. and be like, yeah, don't no, worry. No, we'll take it, but we're cool. To be fair, if the if um, if Huddersfield was smarter, they would have just left yeah. the ball and let Liverpool the play only, and touch it. Tell it. The only time it's not an advantage is if Marius steps up. It's an advantage anyone. But yeah, but also, I mean... Huddersfield had chances. Uh, Ooh, uh, what's his name coming off the kit that hit the post? Yeah, that was mad. Um, I can't even remember who the player was now. He's never even scored. A, he's never even scored a goal in. A, he's not scored a goal since they moved to the Premier League. It was it Moy? Was it? No, no, no. You'd expect it to be Moy, but it was not Moy at Moy all. Moy took a few decent shots. Billing's shot was good as well. The free kick. Yeah. It looked like oh, Hog. It, it was Hog. Hog. It was Hog. Mm. But, you know what? Beginning of the game, they would have thought we're going to lose anyway. Yeah, of course. But given how they played, they can take a lot from that and think against a, a, a lesser team, yeah. we could be winning this. They could. I still think but they're going to get relegated. They also had the goal that was disallowed. You think it should have been given? I think it should have been given offside because his body was offside, his head, his chest. But it doesn't, they go, it doesn't go on that. It the, does. It goes any part. I swear it's no, any no, part of no, the body but that when, can... But on the slow-mo when it showed, obviously the referees don't see this and this is where when VAR comes in, it will show. But on the freeze frame, it showed that Van Dijk's leg... Van Dijk's heel. leg was in line with no, his, his leg his though. His heel was behind. No, his, his heel was played, behind. But, but my man's... I don't know if you can see... His heel wasn't No, Van Dijk's heel played his whole body on. And even then, even if they were in line... Or the attacker was slightly over. I you think give advantage if, if the, I'm being honest, when you give advantage to the, the attacker, and so that's why it should have been a goal. 
So that for them that they were cheated out. That's a point that they could have because again would have been a huge point. Would have been a huge point. point. For them, they've not really had a great season. Okay, fair enough. It looks good to get that goal, but it doesn't mean when was that incident? It wasn't like the last minute. So it was quite late in the game. If Liverpool are losing, rest assured they will be doing more than they do to get a goal. But at the same time, look at what they what they did. What two shots on target? That's it. Yeah, so Huddersfield could easily have. It's the same. It's basically it was it was basically a mirror yeah, of the Tottenham West Ham game. Could yeah, but put it this way. way. At the same time, even with two shots on target, they're winning. They scored early. It was like twenty seventh minute. Yeah, yeah. Two shots on target to one. They still. So I'm like, yeah. if they were drawing, rest assured, Klopp wouldn't be sitting back and he's not going to draw against Huddersfield. No, yeah, this they already had every man on the so pitch. So he would have exactly. So I wouldn't. This is a game anyone would look at and think Liverpool going to win anyway. I don't like. I'm not sure even who they could have brought off the bench to, uh, even to try then, and do that. He didn't start off his though. proper team. He started off with Sturridge at the top. Sturridge yeah, doesn't no, usually yeah. start. But no, Liverpool and, and, and Shakiri. Liverpool had injuries, but then also they're looking out for uh, Wednesday's game. Yep. Yeah, they, they are, are looking out for Wednesday's game. as well. So they obviously got to balance that out. So this but is fine for them. So this is yeah, fine for them. Is, but then to get the three points, that's enough. We're not trying to go overexert ourselves and then you know flop in the Champions League. So. Yeah. So looking at them and speaking about selections, Shakiri comes in again. Shakiri has a direct effect on the team again. He provided the assist for the goal. Um, should my man be getting some more game time? I know we talked about him getting taken off in the Southampton game. <laughs> is he starting Champions I think League it's games? A, it's a yes or no. Like in this situation, this is Klopp being clever. And Mane was injured. Mane's injured one, but then Shakiri plays, and you know they've got a Champions League game. He just needs to know his position, man. He's Bought as a backup dancer. No, of course he was bought as a backup Jeez. dancer, but he's performing. I don't think he's yeah, bothered, to be honest. I don't think he's bothered. Unless Liverpool, no, I don't think he is, Unless but... Liverpool are losing or drawing where they shouldn't, and it's like, oh, you could have had Shakiri. Till then, I don't think he thinks it's a problem. Same way I think he doesn't start storage, he starts with Firmino. This time, he wants storage ready for Champions League, so, you know. Uh, storage, is he getting back to echoes of his Suarez days? He's coming back. Mm. He's have, you don't think it's he's going to carry early. on? You don't think he's going to... If he carries on the way he's going, though. To be honest, if I look at Sarge, I think he's more of like a 4-4-2 type of player. Like yeah, yeah, Sarge, yeah, of course. Like this a formation Liverpool player, I'm not sure it really suits him. But like four, the goal he scored three, against yeah. Chelsea, he was like hanging back. Firmino still on. No, you but, know, he was... But this, mm. the Suarez days was 4-3-3. Yeah, yeah, there was yeah, there was Suarez. Yeah, but the way Suarez plays, he's always in and around you. The way these there was chance for Suarez to get in the box. Like, like, you know okay. what I mean? Suarez is yeah. always there. But you know, what? Uh, one post-match thing that Klopp said was that this is the first time in his career, and then like, especially with uh, him being at Liverpool, that they're actually winning games like these. And actually, like the games they should be winning. Yeah, they, weren't. they, they wouldn't. They wouldn't have won this a couple yeah, of seasons. Yeah, so well. it's Eddie Turner and this is now making them proper title contenders. Uh, I don't know, because also on the other side of that, are they feeling the effects of the schedule. They've had quite a hectic schedule over the last couple of weeks. So luckily the fixtures may have been a little bit kind to them. Like if Man City was this week, it's not going the same way. If Chelsea was this week, if Tottenham was this week, if any kind of half-competent team that wasn't relegation fodder was against them this week, are they coming away with that win? And while it is good, they are grinding out those results. Same thing I said about Tottenham. That's the mark of a top team is grinding out those results when you don't play well. I think he may, yeah, maybe the, the effects of the schedule might be getting to them. And will that continue? From one half of the Merseyside to the other, Everton leave it late to get a win over Crystal Palace. 
two late substitutes clearly did the job for Marco Silva. Yeah, uh, Calvert-Lewin and Cenk Tosun. Obviously, Tosun, this is his first goal, right? I'm pretty sure this is his first Premier League No, I'm goal. sure he scored. This season, yeah, no, really? this season. I yeah, this so. season, I swear. I thought he scored one earlier. You, know, you said two subs, right? Uh, Calvert-Lewin scored the other one, yeah. yeah. Tosun, Calvert-Lewin, and Lookman put the cross in for Calvert-Lewin as well. So yeah, I know, but... All three, all three of them had a... Hand in the goal. Yeah, but Lookman's a weird name. I don't like saying it. So. Tosin scored, <laughs> scored a goal Look, against man. Fulham. He scored a goal against Fulham. Yeah. Oh, okay, fair enough. So this is the second one. This yeah. is his second goal of the uh, of the season. But again, this is kind of showing. If again Zaha turned up for Palace, he did. Watching he, the game, yeah. like he did he play up, his game, but it's... he got fouled for the penalty, which they missed. But without him, if he doesn't score, are they ever gonna score? No, there's not that. You need a no team of ten Zahas and one whoever. Wayne Hennessy. <laughs> one Hennessy. Wayne Have you said that before? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Said because that last it, week. <laughs> because it's it's just that he's literally doing all of that. Like, who are you crossing it to? Maybe you should get out while the getting's good because this leaves Crystal Palace on seven points, only two above the relegation zone. Um, and I, like I said, people are not noticing other teams. You know, you got Newcastle not really performing, Cardiff. Fulham, are, are, the bottom's falling out of them. But Crystal Palace are not doing great themselves. There's They're, a lot of teams. It's hidden stuff. But then you say that, where we're looking at West Ham and thinking they're slightly well. They're on the same points as West Ham. So, yeah, but we know West Ham, yeah, but West Ham had a terrible start to the season and everybody was very aware of that. Nobody's talking about the fact that Crystal Palace haven't really been pulling in those results. Like, say, everyone knows it's only been the last couple of weeks that West Ham have turned it around. Um... I just, I think, yeah, no one's talking enough about the fact that they're run again, they're running out of ideas. And do you want to know what their next three games are? Yep. Arsenal, Chelsea, Tottenham. Loss, loss, and loss. There you go. <laughs> so what? They could be relegation zone come mid-November. Wait, who's this? Crystal Palace. It's about, oh, God. Only benefit for them. They've got Carabao Cup in between against Middlesbrough, but... Only <laughs> benefit, they don't have to trek far. <laughs> it's all inside the M25 it's all inside the M25 bro but that just makes the loss you haven't even got time to get over it while you're on the coach home bro it's <laughs> your home quicker <laughs> <laughs> go and cry at home but no I think a it's I think Crystal Palace is in a lot worse shape than people are saying Definitely. it's just a matter of time again I think we add Roy to the conversation later it's always been the thing like where the goal's coming from it's always like last week is 1-0 on, so in this case the was a striker and then he's doing all the business on the wing. Like I said, who's he crossing it to? They, they dropped Jordan and you. Benteke's, whether he's ready or not, he's still going to be crap. So yeah, there's I no hero come in this case. It's just, no. you need to find another striker or someone else that's ready to partner us out. Maybe two players. The fact that my man plays Zaha as a striker and leaves Ayu and Wickham on the bench to recognise strikers... It says all you need to know about his strike force. All right, fair enough. Menteke is not available, but he's not even much of an upgrade on either of those two guys at this time. So I think they need to start looking at themselves as well sooner rather than later. But on the flip side, Evan, Marco Silva, has he found that formula? The winning formula? Has he found the winning Richarlison? <laughs> I don't think... You know what? He's made a big difference. And they've obviously it's been an upturning performance since he's come back. Mm-hmm. But I think it's more Sigerson has found his feet, and he Sigerson has found his so, feet. Three wins um, on a trot for Silva. Yeah. But Sigerson didn't do much in this game, did he? He tried a few times, he didn't get it. I think not, not again, not directly, 
The same way that I think Richarlison coming back has had an effect on them, not directly. And I mean, obviously, that's only for like the last two games he's been back. Mm. But the play, the things that they're doing during the game is opening up opportunities and chances yeah. for other players. It's not the fact that they're making the assists or, or making the goals. It's the fact that their movements and their intelligence is helping the rest of them to do something. By looking at the next games, they've got Man United, they've got Brighton, they've got Chelsea. So, personally, I, if things are going the way they should be, I'll say Man United should beat them, they could beat Brighton and then Chelsea will win. But, those games, Man United and Chelsea, is where we'll see, and these are where. Yeah, that's what we'll like, see. Where we'll see whether like he the Man United game. Uh, that's Old Trafford. Old Trafford. Okay. So this is where we'll see whether he's got a team where they can do damage. Back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Until Monday night's game, Arsenal come back from one 0 down to comfortably beat Leicester three one. I say comfortably, they scored the wonder goal. Bamian. After they scored the goal. That, that's what I was going to say. Besides these um, Watford goals, that's the goal of the week, um, game week. That, well, yeah, again, that's, the third that's, goal. I think I, mentioned, yeah. I think I asked you guys a couple of weeks ago, what's better, an individual goal, like a strike, or a team goal? I, like I usually goal like, I I like, usually like a strike, but those strikes from Watford don't really... Over the years. Watford, then, um, Mares is one. Scherler's one. Oh, Mares is one. And then Scherler's one as well. Um, to be fair, I don't know. It, it just all depends. I, like I used to prefer a team goal. I always used to prefer a team goal, but it just seems nowadays there's more, there's more of those bangers coming. But I do like to see a lot of good passing, and I think more effort goes into it, and it, it, there's more to be impressed about when the ball is passed, especially like that from the back to the it front. It just looks so. It was yeah. just so much ease. Yeah, that's what I like. That Arsenal of old. Yeah, it was you know. So the Arsenal of old that were good. Yeah, Arsenal of old, old. Oh, not Arsenal of old, Arsenal of old, old. Early old 2000s Arsenal, that's what we're talking here. But Aubameyang coming off the bench, going two. Again. He's yeah, done that. came off He's the bench last game. week, didn't he? Two goals again, so... Um, I think it gives, it gives Emery a very difficult decision because if you remember, he was doing the same to Lacazette earlier on the season. He was coming off the bench and scoring goals. So he was like, all right, I'll start you. Now he's starting Lacazette. Aubameyang's coming off the bench and scoring goals. Um... I think maybe it's nice he keeps it in his back pocket in case he needs it rather than play both of them and not have any other options to bring off the bench. The but key here is keep your best striker on the bench. <laughs> no, come on, let them come go. off fresh, bro. Like, let them come off fresh. But, I mean, I think, I, I think they, they'll be happy to rotate like that. They're, they're, they're still playing every week. They're still getting the game time and it's ending up in goals. Like, goals galore. Um, these guys are, are killing it. And like I said, we are seeing a return to an, an old Arsenal it looks like. But again, yeah. there's still the... Well, my jury's still out on Arsenal. Yeah, the, the opposition... Again, they're playing the hard teams, but you can say that earlier on in the the first two games in the season, so... Yeah, yeah. still trying yeah. to get a style in and whatnot, but they mm-hmm. haven't played anyone of real substance yet. So, their next game is Palace away, which, not on a normal occasion, that is actually a tricky thing, but Palace are not up to it this season... Then the next Premier League game after that is Liverpool, which will be a test. That'll be the test. That'll be the test to show really where they are. If they come out, I think I mentioned this last week, um, not last week, two weeks ago. If Arsenal come out of that game with a victory, then I think I actually put some, set some up for actually contending. From no, where no, the no, 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 You know what, what I, I can kind of agree with you because I'm only saying nine, you're only saying nine, Marvin, because it's Arsenal. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's but true. If they beat Liverpool, six, then, since, yeah. since they lost to Chelsea, they've had six wins on a trot. In all competitions, I think, I think it's about nine ten now, or ten on the trot wins. So, personally, I think they, they would always be seen as a contender if they continue this way, but I don't think they can but make it last. They're two points behind C. What needs to happen? If you look at the table, every team, like the top six, is all like in the same no, area. But from the consider how they started, I'm saying they're two points behind. But this was Chelsea losing. Let's see when they play another top team, and then we could say Leicester is a good team, but any team should be beat. Yeah, Leicester, Leicester didn't even way. really show anything. In Leicester, game. Watford, Everton, Newcastle, Cardiff—these are the teams they beat. And West Ham, wait till they get to City, Liverpool, Tottenham, one of them ones, and then yeah. Yeah, I mean, Arsenal dominated them on possession, nearly 70%. I know we don't like to talk about possession too much, but we still always mention it. Arsenal, 19 shots, 6 on target. Leicester, 8 and 2, which 8 eight goals, 8 shots in a game isn't that, isn't bad. But 2 on target. At 1-1, one, one, Leicester had the chance and they hit the bar. So this is the fine margin yeah, they could have changed. Should have, would have, could have, but, you know, like I say, Arsenal controlled this game, it looks like. I mean, even looking at the first and the second half, there wasn't much of a difference. They had 65% possession in the first half, 73% in the second. 10 shots in the first half, Lesser 9 didn't in the second. The goal Lesser wasn't even theirs. It was an own it was goal. An, again, that was another thing. The goal wasn't even their goal. It was an own goal. But that's the Ozil they need. This, this game had Ozil. This is the guy that doesn't own. appear too, too often. If he prepares more consistently, they've got no worries. He scored the first goal, set up... No, Bellerin, obviously the own goal, set up the first goal for Ozil. But what has made him show up in this season? What? Is it the captaincy? No, he does Are it all the time, up? bro. He hasn't shown up for the whole season. Oh, he hasn't because shown he up for the whole pressure, season. He hasn't got the pressure of... No, bro. It's of, the same uh, as every season. Some games he performs well, yeah. some games he just doesn't. If it win- winter hasn't come yet, then. No, bro. It's just... <laughs> My man, like you can never tell when you're gonna get a good Ozil performance. There's no rhyme or reason to it. You as it, as it, the last couple of games, but as yeah, stands, but he could do that in any season. Ozil for Arsenal, he scored the most. He scored is eight in the, in the Premier League in a season. Okay, last okay. season he only scored four, so he's already on three now, and there's only seven. Well, seven games he's played. So the new manager effects that yeah. new manager smell. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, is there anything else to say to that game? Not really. Boy, looking at the um, the ACA, which you can follow the the game week ACA, which we do on Twitter. Follow at BNA Podcast. Follow, but don't bet. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the ACA didn't go too well. I have six fold. I think we only got two out of the six, so it was a terrible weekend again. But this next week we go again. He makes all his money in play. Like, don't listen you know, to this I guy. do. I do. I did make a lot of money from in plays, but I mean, for the week, people need to see an ACA coming out. That is greedy, man. Share the money in it. Share the money. Man's not even throwing out in play tips while he's while he's betting in play. Man's you know what? If, if I luck. start getting my Twitter account going, I'll, I'll add that as well. But for now, let's just say the the acca didn't pan out. I'll probably work on a better acca. Maybe I might look at something different this weekend. Like basketball. outside of the Premier League, <laughs> maybe outside the Premier League, maybe add some of the other leagues. But yeah, yeah it's true. Who said we have to just do the Premier League, isn't it? Maybe look at English football in general. Maybe put some championship games in there. But yeah, till the, till next week, innit? We'll see. Hey, single fellas. Looking for a vibrant environment to meet gorgeous single ladies, play games and vibe? Then why not come down to the Swish Dating event on Tuesday, 30th of October at 404 Lounge, 26 to 28 Cricklewood Lane, London, NW2, 1HB from 7pm.
Tickets are £20 and all guests get a complimentary drink on arrival between 7 and 8pm. For more info, catch us on Insta at PR Connections with link to tickets on Shubs in our bio. We'll see you there. Keep listening to the Ball and All podcast. So, we're nine games in. This has kind of been a long time in a normal Premier League season and there hasn't been a managerial casualty yet. So, who your money's on for the, to get the chop first? Personally, first, nah, first, it's not even a, an actual point. It's like, it's bare depressing that this is like where it's at now. Like back in the day, like nine games was never like, it was never like, yo, <laughs> which one of these 20 managers is getting fired? You'd have like one or two guys like whose job would probably be on the line, but the number seems to be growing oh, each year though. Was it, but anyway, two, really, two years ago? Someone was gone after. Was it Frank the Ball gone after four games? After seven, no, was it four? Oh, four, four, four yeah, but he was just trying to keep games. up with his levels, isn't it? Because the previous team was four games as well. So <laughs> after four games, you had to make sure he was gone. But it's just mad. But anyway, Ben, what was your what was, go on, go on, bro? Personally, I mean, there's uh, okay. Let me just let's start the list. The guys there's, who you think they are. There's Crystal Palace, Roy Hogson. Of course, Hogson. <laughs> there's Flippin. <laughs> There's Newcastle with Benitez. Fat Spanish, wait, oh. <laughs> That's so rude. But Huddersfield as well, like, who's their manager? I don't Wagner, know his name. Wagner, Wagner, yeah. I mean, anyone I else you want to put in there? Southampton, the Mark Hughes has got to, I think, he's, I think he should still be in and around the conversation. Fuller manager? Jakanovic oh, as well, yes, yes, yes. Jakanovic. Although. Apparently, Fulham put out a, a statement saying that they would be sticking with him, but <laughs> well, you, I know, you know where those statements go. That's, lovely. that's what that's the what's, that's what's the, 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 the kiss of death, bro. Yeah, 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 they just yeah. say that now and then next game they've sacked him, and then obviously there's everyone's favourite manager, Mourinho. But I think we can rule him out. I don't yeah, think we'll, yeah, we'll, we can rule we'll, him we'll, out. We'll rule him out. I think he's I kind of mentioned it earlier, but I think for me, the front runner is got to be. Benitez, Mr. Goal Compare. I just think there's many factors involved. And like I say, it's a trade-off between Mike Ashley's happy with a manager who isn't fighting him. I mean, I know I know Benitez is making his little cryptic comments and stuff in the or making his little barbs and taking his shots in, in interviews and post-matches about how he hasn't got the players and he hasn't had the money. But he's not going anywhere. He doesn't look like he's going anywhere. It's another Pardew situation where Mike Ashley's found a manager that will do what he says and won't give him any trouble. And I think he's going to want to hold on to that for as long as possible. I think Benitez does cause trouble, though. I don't, I not, as much he, as he, not as much as he did last season. Last season, he was fighting, bro. divisive in the way he does, because that's just his tactics. He likes to do that. He likes to pin the board against the fans, and he does it. He deliberately does it. Yeah, but they made it easy for him, because like it's been publicised. He hasn't got the signings he wants. Yeah, Ashley's keeping the money, and for, Ashley doesn't. You know Ashley, what I mean? Doesn't the fans look like have hated him for years, bro. Exactly. Like, what's so, different this time around? He's gonna, and like I say, obviously the Pardew ride had to come to an end at some point because things weren't going well. Just the Benitez the guy ride, eight year contract, exactly, bro. Locked <laughs> him down, and so the Benitez, if it carries on as it goes, he will go at some point. But I don't think he is the the most likely. I think maybe he could stay to up to. The, the other side of Christmas so, like I'm just, January I'm just looking at all of them that we just mentioned and I'm going full of manager going first even with that statement because they have Bournemouth next Man City Huddersfield Liverpool Southampton Chelsea 
Leicester, Man United. So they literally going to get one point from all those games. Maybe <laughs> Some three of those games you'll get one point from. But this is what I mean. Out of seven games, get three points is terrible. And that's all I see them getting. So if they don't sack him, then they're not serious. They're listening to this. Sack the dude, bro. Maybe he's not, he's the not getting more than three points in those I seven games. He spent, he's what, out. 100 million? Exactly. Yes. Oh, You've got a brilliant money. attack. Like, your defence is lacking. And out of seven games, you can't get more than, I don't know, six to nine points. Oh, you need to go. The only thing that I think, again, saving Fulham and Newcastle also is they are still within touching distance. Like, two wins... Two wins on the trot brings you right back into the game, which, again, will give them a bit of a stay of execution. I think Fulham are the most likely. Um, looking at Crystal Palace, Roy Hodgson, like I said just a little while ago, no one seems to have clocked on to the fact that he's not doing well. <laughs> <laughs> like, my man is just like, every week, no one's really talking about the fact that they're slipping lower and lower and going back into that usual Crystal Palace way. They're going to drop down into relegation, get stuck down there, change managers and pull it out on like the last few games of the season. But, yeah, for me, I think Fulham again as well. But I just, even what you just said, I, I've just looked at their pictures. Jesus Christ. <laughs> no one said, they've got Arsenal. Forget the Cup. I said that. They've Arsenal, got... Chelsea, Tottenham. We said that. Tottenham, then Man United after that. Like, oh, I didn't even see United you know after I mean? that. Like, oh, hey, I only looked at three Fair games. enough. You can look at those games that you aren't going to win that anyway. But, but by that time, they could be That's a lot of points, you know. But I still think Fulham, but I think who they replace, like, who would Fulham replace or who would Palace? Palace. Palace don't care. They'll get, they'll get Pardew back again. They'll get Allardyce back Some again. They don't care. They'll they get Neil Warnock in, bro. By looking at those teams, who do you think is... Lacking? I do think, you know what? Because the fact that Cardiff spent... A, I mean, not Cardiff. Fulham spent a lot of money. I think they're going to go with that because I think they're desperate to stay up. They're desperate to stay they're up. They're good players as well. Oh, Sherlock and whatnot. And they, they can't they afford spent, those guys, they, they, they showed their hand and they wanted to stay out there showing yeah, that. Yeah. They were here to stay and to London team this. and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're going to... If they go straight back down, that goes against their plans. They have to... A lot of the players that they, have, that they brought in, they're going to have to sell. And for them, the panic factor will set in because like, like I was saying, all right, they're still in and around. I mean, one, one win puts Cardiff on eight points, which is up with Burnley in, in 13th. But they're going to see it as do we keep faith with this manager and hope he brings it through or do we wait? The problem is, if we wait, is it too late? <laughs> you went Fulham. Is it Fulham? Fulham, if they get three, if they get three points. Is it Cardiff? What God. <laughs> so yeah, they've got to make the choice between if they keep him and hope things change or if they wait and see. But then with the wait and see game, you could leave it too late. So they may be forced into a knee-jerk reaction hoping to get ahead of the rock. So I think Fulham, I think he's the guy that will go first. It's Fulham or Palace? Palace. With those fixtures anyway. With those fixtures, yeah, Palace. But then that's, that's four fixtures in four weeks. Anybody could have been fired by then. The only thing that saves Roy Hodgson is that is a, a long period of time for him to, to kind of go through. Like, I don't think they'll fire, they probably won't fire him in the middle of those fixtures because they know the new guy coming in won't be able to do any better and you don't want him to start on a downer. So I think he will have those four fixtures and then they'll see what the table's looking like and how far away they are or how safe they are at that time. Obviously, you know, if you pull some tricks out the bag and he beats any one of those four teams, like, it resets. The only trick he can do is clone his <laughs> <laughs> We don't know what kind of technology they got down there, bro. 
in the Crystal Palace <laughs> medical room. You've seen Roy Hudson, right? <laughs> <laughs> bro, you see how they managed to breed an owl with a human, bro? That's science. That's what Roy Hudson looks like. <laughs> That's mad science there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no. The way my face is just confused, they're like, what the fuck? What the fuck they do that? <laughs> <laughs> like, Crystal Palace is really out here breeding people with animals, bro. Oh, that's a nice technology in that. Anyway. <laughs> Let's put a disclaimer out. I'm not involved in that kind of disclaimer. <laughs> the island the views tomorrow, are all of Marvin, Mr. Flows, and Marvin, Mr. Flows alone. Not <laughs> the views of the BLA podcast. What, you think they're coming to sue, bro? Crystal Palace? <laughs> yeah, I haven't got money for that. <laughs> I don't know, they might have trademarked and patented that shit, man. <laughs> you you exposed right. it. <laughs> Technologies, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, I think there's nobody, again, there's nobody else in and around the mix. Ah, right, so we all agreed. Crystal Palace or Fulham. So or Fulham within the, the next runner. month, we should see a sacking. Yeah. Definitely. And the, and the longest it will be is four weeks. Right. On to the fantasy football then. So, on to the fantasy football. If you want to join our league, 686-834-151968. As it stands, yo man, still top. Yo, he's dropping though. Once, these, once, the scores for the, once the rest of these scores come in, haven't got a clue, we're going straight ahead of him. Mm. Oh, yeah, so he got 19 points today and yo man got none and there's only five between them so we'll have a new leader once it refreshes haven't got a clue Fred pick yourself up boop boop best per- so best performer of the week is Fred we haven't got a clue how many points 61 that's the highest that's the highest in, our, in, our, in the league not bad done things lowest points big <laughs> kids Kettle. FC. Mohamed Shafiq Abdullah. Uh, Come no, on, bro. bro. What are you talking it's about? Him. Below him. Who is it? Femmes United, bro. Where is that? Oh. 11th place, bro. 30 points. Femmes United. Ended up with 32, but boy. Oh, no. Not even, bro. You're not even <laughs> looking at the bottom. Kito FC. I just said <laughs> it. It doesn't matter. But yeah, so it's the same team. Flows Why have we got two Shafiqs, bro? Like, there should be a limit. There should be a name limit, bro. Shafiq. You the same hey, Muhammad Shafiq. Both Shafiqs both. need to out yourselves. Let us know who the real Shafiq is. Please. <laughs> Can the real Muhammad Shafiq please stand up? Is my man like putting two teams in? <laughs> Double chance in it. We have to disqualify them both. And the both crap as well. Oh, Cosses. Cosses. But. Yeah, it's an all-round poor week. You know it's a poor week when the highest is only 107 points, average is 36 points for the week. That's, that's how you know it's, that's all-round. The goals week. were coming from unexpected places yeah. this week. Nobody really, like we are saying, so all right, aside from this Arsenal game now and Aubameyang, none of the strikers really did anything. Five goals in the City game, Aguero only got one of those, didn't get any assists. It was a poor week for strikers. And even if you look at the top guys, apart from Salah, Hazard not scoring, Mane wasn't even on the pitch. Those are everybody's guys, isn't it? Well, a little shout out to Mr. Patrick Polius for staying on top of his cousin Marvin. <laughs> Ten no. points ahead at the moment, but yeah, shout out to you and your team is doing big. <laughs> I can't even say that with a straight face. But yeah. 
That was his attempt at an apology, I think. (laughs) (laughs) I think that was my man's attempt at an apology, but, you know. With that, we done. There anything else? No, there's, um, what's it? News from around the world. Anything notable? Wayne Rooney scored a banger. It was MLS, though. (laughs) That's what everyone always says, bro. It's always like... I think with that, we know we're done. (laughs) So, next week, EPL, Champions League, Europa, and a bit of... Cutting edge stuff, whatever else is out. We have to do Europa though. We'll <laughs> <laughs> just skim over them. Thursday night, guys, but yeah. Uh, Alright, until next time, I've been Flows. Mr. BNF, Ben No Filter. And Kate, over and out. Later.